Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Uh-oh, somebody got sick and vexed, bitches! I can see clearly now the rain is gone. In two weeks from now, not today. I can see all <laughs> obstacles in my way. I know that I'm not fully vaccinated yet, but let me smile! Gone all the dark clouds that had me blind. It's gonna be a bright, 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 bright sunshiny, sunshiny day. day. Which, um, yes, I am celebrating myself right now. I'm feeling myself. I can feel, I can see the other side of things currently. And I hope that you feel the same. I hope, muzzle, muzzle, you are out there either on your first vax or if you're hitting the second vax or you got that J and fucking J and you ain't gotta go back. Actually, J and J got the blood clots. I know, I don't know. They're saying that it's not. Across the board. <laughs> Don't put that negativity on it's us. Sorry, it's literally I hate to be, one in a million. Sorry, I hate to be a, a white boy bummer right you now. Are, but a white boy bummer. Thank you very much. a white boy bummer at this point, all right? We're, we're giving this song a Viking funeral today. We're giving it a Viking yeah, funeral. The theme of today is white boy bummer. We don't know how to touch it or talk about it at this point. Chet Hanks has just done a bunch of bad stuff. And, and then he's also... Let's just, should we say racist? Yeah. Either way. I mean, we're all racist, right? But he's more racist <laughs> he's than He's more racist many of us. than most. <laughs> yeah. what, I don't know what's it's... going on. I think there was a soft in in the song. The music video dropped. I mean, watch Ugh. it if you want, I guess. And then it's like he's doing the patois. He's got a Jamaican flag around his neck. I'm like, what are we watching here? What's going on? What's it's happening so... here? The white supremacist want... font on the merch. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's just so... stop all hate, Holden. It's stop hate. <laughs> I think people will show this as like a perfect example of how fucking dumb like this, I don't know, the past Not couple years have it. been. <laughs> you know, it's, we're all, I thought you were going to say as an example of just how, how what a, obviously the last 12, 13 Months. I've now, now that we've passed a year of pandemic, I'm still calling it a year, but now it's actually more, however longer it's going to be than a year, it's just always going to be, I'm just always going to say for the last year. So for the last year, we've all been kind of like in a sensory deprivation tank, right? Like we all kind of desperately miss culture and concerts and interaction with other people. And then Chet Hanks comes along at the beginning of pandemic, speaking Patois, and that was kind of 
kind of a romp at the beginning. <laughs> and then he comes around at the end of pandemic or what is hopefully the end of pandemic with white boy summer. And and right. To, I mean, I think that the listeners should know we had a we had a full on, you know, meeting here at page seven about how <laughs> yeah, to even talk to, about Chet. How do we talk about specialists? We brought in a couple of 22 year old college kids to just <laughs> scream at it to tell us how shitty we are and stupid we are. And I, I have get it. to say it's not fair. You know what? It's not fair, Chet <laughs> Hanks, that Chet. you took something that could be very funny and made it bad. Yeah. You've, you yeah. are bad. You're a bad person. And it's. I'm mad about how funny I find the idea of White Boy Summer yeah. about him being the one that pushes it. The song that came out because apparently that's inevitable. And what? so we've been talking about side, side time <laughs> outside of page seven, this music video for about a week. So uh-huh. in case you don't know. He dropped the music video for the song that he wrote called White Boy Summer. And the music video is just ridiculous i mean he's got butt slapping up against his face, his face. he's got a bunch of weed in it it's yeah that was fine i like that part it's, the weed and there fun. are some fun moments in the music video but it's not yeah i also am mad at him because all his videos describing white boy summer were like pretty fun even though in the back of my <laughs> the mind rules are there funny, was a- no dad hats and all that kind of stuff that was fun you know he's kind of pulling some because you know i mean he's got look He's got maybe he got a little bit of his dad's charm. Can we just admit it? Can we just admit he got a little a thimble full of his dad's charm? A thimble but then it's full just is all I'm admit. Mixed in, it's just mixed in because <laughs> it's not Tom Hanks' charm, Holden. It is the charm <laughs> of 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 the worst frat boy you've ever met, and some of them are quite charming. He's not even the most charming, awful frat boy you've ever met. He's I, you know. Want to be a fly on the wall in Tom Hanks's publisher's office over these past couple days? That is where I want to be. I want to just. I think about that when I watch the video. I think about Tom, and I think about honestly his not not Chet's publishing team, uh, publicist team. Tom Hanks's publicist publicist team. Oh yeah, that has got to just be such a fascinating room to be in because they're just like, what do we do with it? I can't. Can someone what do get we his do with cell phone? Does I can't have, believe oh, they haven't stopped Oh, him. he only uses burner phones? Of course he only uses burner phones. <laughs> Just someone get a hold of Chet. Just tell him to knock it off. <laughs> I wonder how the merch is doing, too. They're completely sold out of Chet. <laughs> and all of it is sold out. And for Tom Hanks Stop and Rita Wilson, you have to already think. And maybe I'm getting too conspiracy theory here. That, of course, they have the obvious best publicity team because you notice there's not a lot of bad out there about Tom mm-hmm. Hanks and Rita Wilson. Very little. Just this one human being. That's the, it's could, just yes. their child. <laughs> you could assume that that means maybe they are perfect, but no one is perfect. I do think that they are probably, they know the right people and they have a lot of power, but not enough power to stop their son from doing this. Man, when he jumped into the refrain in the patois and I was waiting for right. it to happen, I was like, man, what are you doing? And in fact, MJ, you were talking and I really appreciated putting into this word of like, it's the fetus. Uh, it's the fetus. Oh. <laughs> it's the 
fetish is it? I, what's wrong with me? You used to what do a sex it? advice podcast, and you can't say the word fetishization. Fetishization. <laughs> it's difficult. You try to say it out loud right now. Fetishization. Staring section. I, I can't say it. Uh, Aziz, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, every time I try to say it, I say something else. Sorry. Speaking of fetishization, fetishization, I also happened to click on it. <laughs> on, a, on a just real quick sidebar of Grimes apparently got a whole full back tattoos of alien scars on what? her back. So oh, it that looks was like Grimes? that she's an alien. I was looking at this. Yeah, it's Grimes, baby. Oh, oh yeah, I thought it was Grimes. just some. I saw it as that's a meme. Grimes. I saw it as a meme, but I didn't realize that was her. I just saw it out completely out of context as a meme. Oh my god! Alien right, so the, scars. The, the thing that is going on with Chet Hanks, and I'm, <laughs> the, the, and I knew it was going on. I didn't want to admit it, but I, but I always knew in the back of my head that it was happening because again, pandemic started with the patois videos. So there is, we obviously god. knew he has some fucked up shit about race and black people. Yeah, um, but White Boy Summer is all inclusive. White Boy Summer Didn't you see Stop Hate? It said uh, Stop Hate in the Aryan Nation font that they used on the It's all love, baby. You didn't see the promos for the video. It's all love, baby. It's and all love. It's love. He has this, the the counterpart of White Boy Summer is Black Queen Summer. And the the part of me that I that was rooting for him was like, maybe he's just some fucking white boy who's like, who has, he's one of those people who like, because he's, he hopefully has like, maybe like a lot of, a diverse set of friends. He's cool with a lot of black people. And so he talks this way and it's insufferable, but maybe he's like a good guy. And he actually like, just has a lot of respect for black culture. And he doesn't know how to communicate that. I was, I was bending over backwards trying to, rationalize this guy's behavior <laughs> and if you watch the music video and what becomes clear is that he is right it's not respect that he's coming in with it is disrespect it is fetishization it is nice it is uh appropriation it's all the bad stuff yeah, it's all, no, it's, yeah. none of and it's, it's good. not a vacation it's White not Boy a vacation no, it's definitely not a vacation none I, of it's and, good it, and this is all leading up to as well as he is in the middle of a big lawsuit against against and from his current girlfriend for assault and the and it goes both ways and I've read into it because I was like let me see what's going on because we probably shouldn't even be talking about him and I did look into it and he is bad and so yeah. this is why yeah as much as I thought that the, the song was very funny, I am wrong in supporting it, and I know that. And I want to apologize and say that today <laughs> we are to giving it a Viking funeral. Yes, we're we are, giving it we are, a Viking Now it is a white boy bummer. Thank you very much. <laughs> And then we started talking, maybe then it's just butt summer. Can we have yeah, butt big summer? Yeah, butt summer. And we were talking about this because, of course, I think this is where we segue into, um, what's his name? Christopher Maloney. <laughs> okay. Maloney. Christopher Maloney. Is okay. So we, to be clear, we will no longer be a Chet Hanks podcast. We no, are we severing can't. our ties, our, I our emotional ties. I honestly feel like he's going to do something to find a way to finagle his way back into this show, but... For for the oh, time being, I think for the foreseeable future, I think we can probably say goodbye to this man. 
uh, and let <laughs> this and let is the, the last time we laugh at the couple of really funny things he does. Said <laughs> we, we jettison out of our lives uh, because he is a toxic. He appears to be just, a deeply toxic person. A I have to stop following him on Instagram because I tell you what. Oh man, I would just I I haven't been feeling good because of the shot, so I just got super stoned. And I was watching all these videos, and um, his name has been banned from. Uh, my bedroom because I kept trying to get Jeff to watch him and he's like I fucking hate this guy stop showing me his videos I'm like it's just so dumb it's just and so he's been banned from the bedroom and now he's banned from the podcast we knew that it was inevitable one last thought the way that Please. he was describing the fashion of White Boy Summer, I was a little excited. I think the fashion sucks in the music video. I think his clothes. I think his the clothes fashion suck. does suck. In, yes, yeah. he's wearing like fucking short khaki shorts. I like short shorts, but they're like mid-length khaki shorts and yeah, like, a khaki like a khaki shirt. What's going on it's with that? Like, it was it's like Tommy Bahama meets Fred Durst. Yeah. You know what Ooh, I mean? It was. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's exactly what that's it was. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So yeah, we don't even need the fashion. We'll make our own butt summer fashion. Thank you, Christopher. Yes, I, and that's why we're celebrating every butt. You got a butt. We're celebrating it this summer. Get your butts up. Get your butts we'll out. You know what? We'll celebrate butts. tits and dicks and all sorts of things as well. But butts are taking the forefront. I think that if you think about it, butts <laughs> are the thing to celebrate that is all inclusive. That's yep. true. Very gender I don't care you if you've got a tiny butt, if you got a big butt, if you just, maybe you just like your butt. Maybe you just kind of don't like your butt. Maybe this is the year. That you try to start liking your butt, regardless of shape. It's my butt summer. I like my <laughs> butt. And I'm going to hang it out. That's why I think for the many reasons why I love following Lizzo. But I will say Lizzo is very into her butt. And I love all of the videos she shows from the angle where we just see her butt. She celebrates her butt a lot. And it makes me smile. But now, again, let's segue. If we're talking about butt summer, we're talking about Christopher Maloney. Because mama mia, the can on that man. <laughs> I, he's a can man. He's a can man can. <laughs> he, um, so he is currently in law and order organized crime. And yes, yes, I yes. had to fall off. I had to fall off. I fell off law and order this is scary for me to say, probably about three years ago. Yeah. I watched it religiously. I have Same. been a stan of almost <laughs> all of them outside of the guy from the cells one, because honestly, I just really couldn't get into the Vincent D'Onofrio one. You can definitely come at me for that. I understand why some people like it. It's just not my bag. I've I've seen many of the Vincent D'Onofrio ones. They are not as good, but I'll watch them if they're on, but I'll be upset that I'm not watching the Christopher Maloney ones. Vincent D'Onofrio is an actor. Is He's like a incredibly renowned, gifted actor, and you watch him in Law and Order, and you're Amazing just like, actor. what are you doing? Why are you it like is. this? I can't stand him. <laughs> oh my God, do you feel the same way about Vincent? And I love, don't get me wrong, as an actor, I love Vincent D'Onofrio. What, is it just his character? Is his character, he's such a genius. He has to bend over to ask every question. He's so tortured. He's basically, I mean, they're all, he's Elliot, it's just Elliot Stabler. He's like, I have to, I'm a cop who gets to break. The, the entire project of Law and Order is like, what if cops broke the rules, but it was good, you know? Like, and so he's like, <laughs> I'm a cop who breaks the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he is, uh, is I, I've, 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 the amount of hours I've seen of him on Law and Order, it's a lot. But, but 
many, I think many people are in the, when you talk about law and order, you're not talking about uh, Sam Waterston law and order or Vincent D'Onofrio law and order. You're talking obviously about Christopher Maloney and Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. Law and order. Love it. And I've watched it for so long, but I needed to take a break. And now, man alive. I know this isn't talking TV right now, but I, you guys know how I feel about Steel Magnolias, which in turn means you know how I feel about Dylan McDermott, which is that I stan him. And then now he's the bad guy in Law and Order Organized Crime. I watched the trailer and I was like, oh no, I have to start watching it. He was the lead in The Practice, right? I loved that show. That lawyer show, The Practice. Yeah. Oh yeah, that? and what's I your name the was in fuck it too? Out of the practice. I didn't even notice that he was in the the trailer for Law Ouch. and Order Organized. Is it because crime. of the butt? Is it's, it because of the butt? It's because you know I gotta. Yes, we should talk about Christopher Maloney's butt, but can we also talk about Mariska Hargitay's shoulders? They're just getting wider by the day. She oh is my like God, a linebacker. This reminds me of when everyone was obsessed with uh, Michelle Obama's arms to the point where I parodied it on Roundtable of Gentlemen. I love <laughs> arms. Just screaming, arms! Her arms! It was I mean, so weird. Everyone was just like, look at those arms. I'm like, yeah, I guess, but they're just arms. I'm just never going to get hachi-machied over a set of arms. No, it's like it's like Mariska Hagerty <laughs> has morphed into Vincent D'Onofrio the longer she has been on Law and Order. She's been on. I mean, well, now she's grizzled. I mean, she's been through a lot. She's her character MJ. has been abducted so many times. Yeah, it's like an Archie Andrews situation. So many like, times, lot of lot of trauma there. But I'm just, I'm just, and also <laughs> a bit of a she, Princess I just, Peach. I, I think about her a lot because not. I can't think of a single she actress. She's a Princess Peach, except stronger. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, can I say that about Princess Peach? Is Princess Peach like actually like a warrior? Uh, Jackie, I'm gonna say you're so afraid of the internet right now, and it's just so obvious. <laughs> Me? Are you allowed to make fun of Princess? Yes, you can make fun of Princess Peach. Honestly, you know what? Straight up, whenever I played Mario Kart, if I wasn't Bowser, I was Baby Peach. So fucking will, come and, at me. And I will say, uh, Super Mario Brothers Two, uh, which was actually a repurposed game, but we don't have to get into that. Um, uh, Princess Peach was always my number one because she could float in the air longer. So I always beat that oh. game with that character. Very, very feminist of you. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> incredibly feminist. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, MJ. Can you just? Can I'm somebody just saying that clip Mariska that, Haggerty her saying that is the luckiest <laughs> television. <laughs> Mariska Haggerty is the luckiest television actor on earth because how awesome would it be to land a job and then just have job security for the next 30 years because you know that no one will ever take Olivia Benson away. And she's just somehow, as she gets older, just becoming like the most ripped person alive. (laughs) And so she and and Stabler over here trying to outgun each other, but not with guns. With no, their incredible muscles. <laughs> I have been, I, I need to, I feel like I don't talk about Christopher Maloney on this show as much as I do in my real life because I've been truly obsessed with Christopher Maloney since forever, it's including just a Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, he's yeah. always just been the can of peas, Wet Hot American Summer yeah. guy. It's so hard for me to take so him seriously hot. in these roles because what I only mean? see him as this insane, hilarious comedy character. Oh, it was the opposite for me. Like, I watched Law & Order first, and then when I w- oh, saw okay. Wet Hot American Summer, I was like, 
my brain can't incorporate him being funny. Like I still, I know that he's like a funny person with a sense of humor, but Elliot Stabler is like the least humorful person. He's like the most serious man in television. And so I have a very hard time reconciling that, that, that that's all the same guy. Can I just throw this out here real quick? I, I, I was just reading through this article of how Christopher Maloney met his wife and they met in 1989. She was a canopies. <laughs> a produto. She's a production designer, and they were working on a project together. And she rode her motorcycle on the set, and she like took her helmet off, and she had the short bleach blonde haired retro sunglasses. And his quote about what he said is, "This I gotta meet." And of course he did it. Now they've got children together, and that just makes me love Christopher a lot even more. <laughs> I love him. And I love his butt. I'll also say, because I think a lot of times we start, we we go into the territory of like, what if he doesn't like this kind of attention? No, he seems to be responding very positively to it on Twitter and no, enjoys people No, this is the thing. That's why I want to talk about, about his butt. it. Yeah. <laughs> He's very, he, it seems like he is on the internet using the the memes and like in, in, encouraging it because he thinks it's funny. Because why we're talking about this is the internet went to flame because there is a specific picture. If you put in Christopher Maloney, but you will immediately see it that it must have either been the angle. And I don't know if it was Photoshop, but it was the way his butt looks in these specific pants it looks like his his uh legs were like akimbo in some kind of maybe i've looked at the photo a couple of times okay akimbo and (laughs) and so now they're referring to him as like christopher big cakes maloney and it's just everywhere the pictures of him in his butt and uh he really seems to be he thinks it's very funny and his actual response was Interesting. Why? Oh, I hate it when you open up a thing and then there's just a million pop-ups. I just want to see the tweet. So every single website you ever send me ever in preparation for this show, you mean? <laughs> celebrity sites are tough. Celebrity, celebrity sites, sites it's how a lot. Much have we, I'm sure you've talked. We've talked about this before, but good God, are celebrity gossip sites the most? I've I've, ne- I've never encountered anything like it when it comes to pop ups. It is so yeah. Crazy. It's like 1997 over there. It's like and it's hey, always like receive notifications or you want to be fucking dumb and stupid and not get notifications. <laughs> I'm like, what? I guess I'll click. And you have to click a thing that says, like, I'm holding an eye, fucking dumb idiot. And I'm just like, why do I have to click that to say I don't want to receive constant a barrage of notifications from this celebrity gossip website? Oh, Lord knows if you accidentally click oh, the wrong thing and then you're like, brutal. oh, now it's just, now I'm owned by them. What I yeah. wanted to say is that in response <laughs> to a fan tagging him in a picture of Patrick from SpongeBob, that's the star, right? I'm sorry. That's the starman. Oh. Yes. Patrick is yes. the pink guy. The star. The pink yeah. one. The star yeah. man with the pink yeah, butt. The star man, and yeah. so his butt was in Wait, a was star. in a picture and said, At Chris Maloney, you want to explain why you have so much cake? And he said, Sure. Big birthday, 60. Big boy, 200 pounds. Big cake. <laughs> and um he's also liked multiple tweets that referred to it as Law and Order Special victims unit <laughs> and um also the the jokings of how do you think they make that dunk dunk sound in every episode it's his butt and he's liking a lot of them so it does seem that he thinks it's funny because i will say can you imagine going that route of like okay i'm playing you know he's a very obviously a very funny person he's had a very interesting but then to be not trapped in a role but 
a lot of times when you're in a role like that, like Mariska Hargate, they make you sign right. a death of, um, what is it, a death of career signing, essentially saying you are this character, like Flo from all the commercials. Uh-huh. She right. is that character. She is not allowed to play anything else. And if she does, she has to get specific permission from them that she can play it. So I don't know if he's, obviously, he, he hasn't because he's been doing Happy and all these other things, but... um I love him and I love his butt. That's what I'm saying. Have you seen Oz? Have you watched him in Oz? Yeah. 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 Very different. All right. It's very different than this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. I will say if you if you want to see if you want to see the other side of that coin, there's this really cringy um, mashup somebody made of really awkward Henry Cavill interview moments where he's being like totally like objectified by like all these people and like in interviews and stuff and they're all just going like ah oh, and he's like visibly horribly uncomfortable by it and it's so it's so interesting to see the other side of that where it just constantly even just like co-stars of his and stuff are like like I'd fucking slam him down if you know what I mean he's just like I'm really into PC gaming and like I love acting can we talk about any of that please like not my any of the other things not my muscles and my fucking good looks for two seconds is very very I just like I do think about both Christopher Maloney and Mariska Hargitay a lot because it's like imagine you know I said it's lucky before maybe it's not I just think a lot about job security it's like they've had the equivalent of like a full career as like a like they've had like a what twenty five year career like most yeah. people's careers last approximately that like imagine being like I'm an actor for the rest of my life I will be this one character and it for Flo I don't know how she feels that sounds like a bit of like a nightmare but she probably has makes you know really good money it's not like being Elliot Stabler or Olivia Benson would be like a deeply fulfilling career role, but it is like a respected show ish kind of, I don't know. It would just, but it's also like, it is. Yeah. They make so, yeah, it's just gone. And also up and down. You have to think of how busy they are. Like on the, on the whole, a lot of the upsides of being in the entertainment business that even though like you're constantly going, you're constantly working on other projects. Usually you can be like, okay, like Meryl Streep can take, if she wants, she can take 10 months off. Right. But in this instance, if you are on a television show, you don't. Right. You get the like two months off in between seasons. But other than that, you're working crazy hours. In the same way, I always wanted to be in a soap opera. Yeah. yeah. I always I wanted to work on soap opera. that. Yeah. And that is notoriously one of the hardest things to work on. Because it doesn't fucking matter if you're sick, if you can't be there, if you had something planned, it doesn't fucking matter. You got to uh-huh. keep working because they but have to put a show every week. major job security. I mean, everyone also talks about how that is like 
such a desired job for actors. Uh, yeah. Just because you just you've got it locked. You're locked in for yeah years and years. Pays great. You know, if you just like don't care what you're acting in. Like I don't know about that. Like that's the part where I don't get it though. Like I don't know if I'd like that. I don't think I'd want to be locked into the same like acting job for the rest of my life. But the thing that blows my mind is people who do musicals for a living. I just don't understand how yeah. you can possibly do the same show. Could you it's imagine being in theater. Cats? You imagine being in Cats, <laughs> Cats every day of your life. Yeah. One day you do it twice in one day. You just do it every fucking day. And like, yeah, I mean, like I had a friend who was, whose, whose partner was in a show here in New York and then he got in the traveling cast and yeah. it was like, but that, you know, apart, imagine being apart from your partner for like five, six months at a time so that you can sing the same songs every single day, yeah. two times a day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not better than like a, a fucking nine to five office job that you hate, but like, it's it like just, the luckiest thing ever, but it is weird to think about. Right. And the same with being a famous commercial actor, like the way that songs get stuck in my head, <laughs> I just think it would torture me. I think it would actually torture me if I had to do sing the same, cause I'd wake up with those songs. I'd go to sleep with those songs. Like, I, I don't think I'd be able to escape it. Well, same with Mariska Hargitay, who plays such a, a lot, like we said, a lot has happened to her. How does she not at some point, where I even feel the issue when I'm working on audiobooks, where it's like, I'm thinking as the character, I feel like you're in the character, it's like in your brain. How does she not have, like, nightmares about what happens to her in the show plus also having to like deal with that trauma and using it in your acting every day i imagine that has to weigh on you in many other ways right it's strange too because i feel like svu for an for a long time was kind of an example of like you know tittle i'm gonna bring it back fetishization of like <laughs> of, <laughs> of like sexual trauma it was like I don't think it really started out as a show that was like doing uh, great work around like depicting sexual trauma right no. like it was no, like it was bad it yeah. was bad like it, people liked it because it was like spicy but it was like not really great around like the politics of it but no, then it, it also it shows that the show has been on for what 25 years like right. yeah. it, the, our world has changed a lot but I think it's cool because the show at times has changed with it it's mer- and she has become this person who's like a total advocate now like she like speaks out about like you know uh, I feel like around all of the Harvey, like the Me Too stuff, she was like speaking out about like believing victims and she, but again, how weird for that to be your job to be like, okay, for 25 years back at the beginning, if you watch old Law and Order SVU, that's my favorite because Munch is over here calling it surfing the net all the time. Ice T is always like, <laughs> how do I log on? You know, I was like, literally about to say like they handle, they handle sex crimes as well as they handle like hacking and like, Enhance, <laughs> zoom in, enhance, uh, and all that dumb shit that like makes it no So if you know anything about computers. It. Also, a hot text coming in for my wife. I guess she just listens to the show now in the other room. Remember the show Caroline in the City? Her quirky friend character's deal was that she was in Cats. She was a hot mess. Yes! It made sense. I loved Caroline in the City. Oh, I what was too. the actress's name? She's fucking great. Oh, what was her name? I definitely remember that she was in Cats. And I definitely yes. remember like, they even had scenes with her like in her Cats costume. Amy like. Pete's- I know remember she, her name was Annie in the show, but yeah, yes. yeah, so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just couldn't fathom it. Like especially a show you actually don't like. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and again, I feel like I'm, I'm, I, I actually am going to say this. I think I'm speaking from a place of privilege because I understand also that being in a Broadway show is a much more fun job than most jobs. But at the same time, I just think that the oh, way, yeah. the repetition of the music, shit. Yeah. yeah, it's hard as shit. And the repetition and the repetition of the music personally for me, just the way my brain works, I think would, uh, and the heavy drinking involved. Cause when I drink a lot, I notice that songs get stuck in my head more easily when I'm hung over and stuff. So, and I would Come have to be, I would be drinking yeah. hard through the production run right i mean if we're talking five years of just being absolutely shit-faced when i'm not being a cat um <laughs> i just don't and that's the thing with us doing this cats show i'm like well i am also signing myself up to pot potentially seeing the movie cats a hundred times a I'm thousand times i mean if, if all goes ready well for it <laughs> You're gonna know all the other ones though. You're gonna know like Rum Tum Tugger and like all those ones that are just so objectively. Oh, the Railway Cat? The Railway Cat, I got. Fuck's sake, man. It's going to be a nightmare. We've been but... singing a lot of karaoke over on Jack and yes. on Fridays. I don't know if you can tell, but we've been singing a lot of Cats songs. Yes. We sing a lot. Usually someone donates for a song from Cats. It's been a lot of fun. Now that Jackie and I are in the same room, we can do karaoke again, which is a lot of fun. So You know what? We've been killing it, MJ, killing over it. there. I'm the jealous. I love karaoke, and I love Cats, and I love it's you guys. I, it's very it has right. everything. We it, it has fun. everything, and you know who doesn't have everything? <laughs> who? I would say it is these strippers that worked w- for Usher oh. in the strip club. I forgot where about this. He created. Oh my God, MJ! When you sent me the text, <laughs> it is Veronica Bucks come to life. Holden, I know that you don't watch Riverdale, uh, but, but let me just give Veronica you just real quick a crossover. Um, give me the rundown. Give our I listeners the rundown. I know you don't rundown. have Veronica Bucks, but I'm just this is also for other people. <laughs> These other people, in case if you don't know, in Riverdale, that Veronica decided to use her own money to create Veronica Bucks that she would give to the high schoolers as a way to make the economy of Riverdale better. And this is not what Usher was doing when he put his face on a bunch of $1, $20, and $100 bills in Vegas when he went to a strip club and gave this money to a lot of the people that work very hard yeah. to provide entertainment for you, Usher. And what was he doing it for? Oh, he was doing it to promote Usher, the Vegas experience. Yeah, well, and was that this what he, is why douche, yeah. douche because, bag move. And again, I've been rooting for Usher. I feel like I most of the things you hear about him are that he's really nice. He was Justin Bieber's mentor. That's kind of the last I checked in. That was about a decade wow, ago. Oh wow, that's a bit of a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> but to print your fucking face on money obviously requires an ego like Veronica or Usher. So. Well, at least with Veronica, she was doing it to kind of create. It was like more of a Bitcoin situation with her, where it like really was money. You could use it to buy things. It was in a kind of alternate economy. And with Usher, you can't use Usher bucks to buy shit. He was not creating alternate anything. And 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 right, those workers were working hard for him. And I think that this is like a horrible PR move. Well, this is the thing too. Like, if you're gonna do this, all right, be an asshole, do this. But I have checked. 
to make sure because it was like it would be different if at the end of the night he'd be like here's a stack of real money please like give you know they this is the money and especially if you're doing a vegas show Motherfucker, you're making a lot of money on that Vegas show. We all know that doing Vegas shows is very lucrative per- for performers. So if you want people to get there, that's a great way to get people to at least think about it. Do a stunt like this, but pay them real money afterwards. This has to be illegal, too. These look like, really look like money. It looks like real money. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. I don't crazy. even think that was a promotion. I think he was just being a dick i don't know this is at least what his team is claiming is that (laughs) they're promoting usher the vegas experience and but of course the people that it was given to immediately went to the onlines sorry am i in a law and order episode yeah they booted up their internet (laughs) and they got on the world wide web about it and they (laughs) did they let everybody know and i'm waiting for at least usher to like you should probably apologize yeah it's like especially to do that to like yeah to like dancers i feel like is such because it's obviously like a job that is so derided and so disrespected and so like oh like you know it's and 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 i feel like to be like what does it matter if i give you real money or money with my fucking face on it it's just like a specific type of asshole to like a specific type of worker who is already you know who who can all like are already kind of treated by shit in like by society and i it, that's the thing i feel like if you were i don't know going to a fucking wall street and using usher bucks i would be like yeah disrupt the economy right but like to do it for people who are literally working for that cash and then to not give them cash it's like fucking robbery yeah okay i am literally reading what has come out this morning about okay cool cool, cool. is that according but this is according to a source this is not usher's team According to a source, he didn't tip with the money, that the money was just thrown all over the stage. Mm. And that, but then this is the other thing, is that the Mm. club is openly like, we would love to have them back because he and his group spent thousands on dancers and they also got bottle service. But Uh. again, it's not his people saying it. I'd like to hear from him about it and if that that's actually true because it is the actual dancers that are online that are saying that he paid them with this money. So I don't know. So this is where we're at right now. Even if they did throw it up in the air, the implication is that it's actual money. And and that and if the understanding is that the actual money was just yes. thrown up into the air like during that time, then the response there's going to be kind of a response to that, right? And if like they knew it was fake money, there'd be a different response to that. You know right. what I mean? So yes. I feel like you know it still is very deceptive, no matter what. Super deceptive. If those uh, right, I just I, I mean I kind of it. First of all, this has taken several days to get this response out, and I feel like if the thing is like no, 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 we paid like tons of money it's just that the the fake money was a prop then right then why are all the workers being like why did i just get paid in fucking fake money you know what i mean yes or even even if you know even if it was yeah because you're still like giving them money when you throw it in the air and everyone around you like at the club whether you're a patron or a worker there looks at like oh this person just threw a bunch of money 
this person gets something kind yeah. of in return a little bit or more attention or more whatever. So you're still using it for personal gain, even though it's fake and therefore deceptive. So whatever, Usher, go fuck yourself. He is in whatever jail. I feel like it is not the exact same, but of how many times when I worked in customer service, like when there was a tip jar and specifically, well, I mean, I, I did this mostly in New York, was the amount of times when people would find the uh, bills that people would put on the floor that's like, you need Christ in your life. Ugh. And oh. people would tip with those a lot because it looks really? with money oh. on the outside of it. So it looks like you're putting money in. Wow. And then it's like, what do you think? You think my boss is going to be like, oh, yeah, no. That ten dollar bill is is valid. No, I just don't make any fucking money. So in the yeah, same way, Usher, point. be fucking better about it. What he's like, yeah. just don't do that. For so people weird. that work for their tips, you don't do that. Yeah. Whatever, Usher. <sighs> yeah. All right, whatever jail for you. Whatever jail. You're going. You're going. You're being sent to. Well, no, I guess crunk, not where crunk, Chet crunk. Hanks is going. But you know. <laughs> 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 that's all. That song made me feel white boy dumber. Am I right? Yeah. I, uh, did that. <laughs> You guys have to pretend like I just came up with that, but I actually came up with that right before the show and sort of said it to you guys. I liked it, though. I liked it. You dropped it naturally, though. As natural as Christopher Maloney's butt. (gasps) Butt summer. Give Uh me that butt. Give me that butt. Butt's so good, he's like a white boy plumber. Am I right? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Right? Except they don't the see his butt plumbers. crack, and I do believe that is the stereotype of white boy plumbers. But. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. <laughs> It's a me, a Christopher Maloney. Now I would definitely love to watch him dressed up like the Mario Brothers, though. Oh, would be fantastic, please. Oh, give us a sequel to that movie. Oh, I'm begging for, for it. it. <laughs> oh, remember when they're all in the elevator and then they start to dance? I don't think I've seen. Are we talking about the Mario Brothers movie? Oh, MJ, do yourself a favor and watch. Oh, my God. John Leguizamo. What's the other guy? He's great. How dare you, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. And they are visibly hammered through the entire shoot. Because they know know how bad this movie is. Really? Yeah, nothing. If you know anything about Mario Brothers, there's like, it's so weirdly... It's like the weirdest adaptation of a thing ever. It seems like it's just so bizarre. I think the director plays the bad guy. He's very scary. So fucking zooted for this whole shoot. He's so (laughs) coked up out of his mind. So like you got the drunk Mario Brothers versus coked up Hopper, and it is like a sight to behold. It's its own. It might as well be its own genre of. of (laughs) I love it. I love I love movies I where the, love you it. can see the actors in their eyes. They're like crying for help. Like you can see, <laughs> there's no hiding it. It's impossible to hide that they know how bad the production is. And that this is just not going to be good for anybody. You know, it's great. Oh, great, great one. That's a great one. Um, I'm not looking at pictures of Christopher Maloney's. Butt what right is? Now. Yeah, I'm we not. Are, how dare yeah. you judge me? Cause it just goes totally silent. Is it? Is it celebrity conspiracy time so that you can? Low-key look at pictures of uh, that ass while I uh, talk about this newest celebrity conspiracy. All right, then give me that share. Do you believe in? The fact that the father of January Jones's son is actually Bobby Flay? Oh, my God. (laughs) This is my exact shit. Go on. (laughs) All right, here we go. So this one comes in from Emma. Thank you, who wrote into the page seven Gmail uh, email account. Page the number seven 
podcast at gmail.com. I remembered it so well that I said it very cleanly. Page yeah. the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and Emma says, hey, Holden, what the fuck is up? I have a sort of celebrity <laughs> conspiracy for you. This just hurts my brain every single time I think about it. So as we all know, January Jones has a son that she has never released the name of the father for. And I think the father's Bobby Flay. Hear me out. In 2015, when Bobby Flay was going through a divorce, his now ex-wife stated that Flay and Jones had an affair in and around 2010, which is right before she would have been pregnant with her son. And what I think is the most damning piece of evidence is when January Jones got in a car crash in 2010, who did she call? Bobby Flay. What? She did call. Yeah, right? She did claim that she had only met him the night before, but it seems suspicious that for one, your one call after a car crash would be a random person you met that soon. Additionally, Jones has said on multiple occasions that she feels like her son doesn't need his father in his life, and Bobby Flay is a renowned asshole to pretty much everyone. So it makes sense uh, as to why she wouldn't want him in her son's life. Holden, also congrats on the baby. I'm so excited for you. I hope you name it Jackie. Jackie, congrats on the engagement. I got engaged exactly a week before you, so I feel like we're kindred spirits in the hellhole of wedding planning together. MJ, I'm so fucking proud of you. I know you're probably tired of hearing this by now, but hearing every part of your journey has been so helpful to me. It has genuinely helped me gain more empathy and insight for trans people around me to know what they're going through. Love you all and whatever. <laughs> whatever to you right back. Whatever. Very weird though. Yeah, so I've got a couple little follow-up digs uh, that I did uh, just to kind of support this. So this is from the Daily Beast. Flay, whose signature dish is apparently icy blondes, didn't stop at just one year-long affair. Celebrity-obsessed shut-ins will recall a minor incident back in 2010 when January Jones was involved in a small car crash and called Bobby Flay for help, which he provided. No one knew why Jones would call Flay, and it was a huge mystery, except that nobody cared and everybody forgot about it. When... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when, asked, when asked about the incident at the time Flay said he had met J- that is an actual publication wrote that Flay said he had been, met Jones for the first time that night and that quote she asked for his number because she wanted to redo her kitchen and gave uh, and give his number to her designer he also insisted that he didn't know why Jones chose to call him quote but nonetheless he drove over to help her March, uh, Stephanie March, uh, who is going through a divorce with Flay at this time. Uh, who meanwhile, is, by the way, a- ADA Alex Cabot from Law & Order SVU. Oh, shit! It all comes full circle! Oh, wow, that's amazing. Uh, she, meanwhile, is alleging that Jones and her husband, quote, had sex many times and in different places, including the London Hotel in Los Angeles, and that Flay cheated on her with a third woman as well. January Jones's son is named... Xander, and he was born back in 2011, and she has kept his life pretty much under wraps this whole time. The the third woman is Giada. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who's Giada? Giada De Laurentiis. Is, is her last name De Laurentiis? She's she's Giada. Dorentes. Giada Mozzarella. You know she. <laughs> yeah. Giada at home. Giada. She's like a extremely hot. Um, Italian American chef. Italian American chef who has oh, several that shows. One. Oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah. yeah. She's the one that like even weird horny dudes are now like trying to get watch the food channel because yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, for yeah, months yeah. on this show, before your time, Holden, we talked about the the all the the goss around her 
and Bobby Flay smooching. And as somebody who was watching a lot of Food Network at that time, the sexual chemistry between them is palpable. It's still there. Whatever happened with them, it's either still going on or they just ended it really well because they really seem to enjoy each other a lot. Yes, but I will say personally, I'm a little anti-Flay over here. So I would hope that that's not the truth. Are you pro Giada? <laughs> I guess. If I have to choose one of them, I guess I'll choose Giada. But um, I don't like Bobby Flay and I don't like his attitude. Well, yeah, yeah he's an a asshole. Yeah. He's an absolute asshole. Awful, total. As his whole thing, talk about Chet Hanks and cultural appropriation. Bobby Flay's entire project on television, he has had two shows Throwdown and fucking Beat Bobby Flay, in which he essentially, essentially invites. It's not only people of other ethnicities, but he mostly invites chefs. Oftentimes they are from other ethnicities and they're like, I'm going to make a dish that's special to my culture. And he's like, I can make it better. I can make it better. Or he goes to like small town places that are like known for their chicken sandwich. He's like, oh yeah, you think you can make one? I can make it better. And then he like makes them make it in front of him as he's (laughs) making his, which you're right. This should probably be nice, but I fucking hate Bubby Flay. No, he's... I don't he's, like him. Yeah, no, he... And, and I've heard that January Jones is also not nice. Mm. So... Yeah. So, there you go. Match made in heaven. Match made... Two not nice people. They find each other. They can tell that they're both mean. I don't understand why she would call him mm. after her car accident, unless oh, it was I to, mean, to bang. Yeah. What would he do? Be like, oh, I don't know. Uh, find someone to, to make your car better. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, completely. Yeah, they I'll were definitely a, put a jalapeno in it. That'll get that's, it going. That's by far the craziest thing is the whole the whole uh, calling after the car accident and not, and then being like, I don't know why she would do that. She just got my number early. Like, no one does that. No one acts like that. That's ridiculous. It's, it's too hard to tell if the son looks like him because this this kid, he just looks like a toddler. There's no real clear, strong resemblance either way. I mean, if January Jones is at all like her character in the show Mad Men, I could actually see a world where she purposely got into a car crash to call Bobby Flay for his help to do the knight in shining armor thing so she could get that dick. Yeah. That, flag, that is flag. something that is something that Betty Draper would do and therefore yes. something I assume that January Jones would also do. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe she learned a couple things. You know. <laughs> right after this article that I'm reading about him, it just says people who can't stand Bobby Flay. Gordon Ramsay, and you know we're Ramsay heads on this fucking show. Morimoto, which of course he would because he was on Iron Chef, and notoriously the producers of Iron Chef also didn't like Bobby Flay. Obviously, his and ex-wife. I stand Morimoto for sure. I'm, I I'm, I do want to say I'm sad though that you didn't use that as a list because that is a good list. That is a it really is. good list. Well, People I didn't know if you guys it. would care. I didn't think you would care. His employees don't like him. Giada doesn't like him anymore. And also it ends with the internet doesn't like him. And that is easily, yes. Giada's a good actor if she doesn't like him. They have like a, they have like a, you know, the thing where somebody flirts with you and you like kind of can't stand them, but you also kind of like to flirt back. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the thing, the vibe they got going on. And you know who seems to really like him? Sonny Anderson, who I who I deeply love. And I love Sonny Anderson. So I also it's gotta be. Professionally, they have to work together. I uh, yeah, but they're all they're all actors, I suppose. They're showmans. Yeah, they're showmans. They gotta do it. The greatest showmans. They are not Hugh Jackmans in the kitchen. <laughs> How dare you? 
We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So what, so what is your verdict? Did we get a clear verdict from y'all about, uh, about this conspiracy? Do you I think, think it would make sense. I think Sanders I, yes, a little flay, yeah. flay bay? A flay yeah, bay? Flay, I think it's a flay bay. <laughs> and it would make sense, and this is, I have no, absolutely no reason to actually say this, but it yeah. would make sense that he wouldn't care about a kid. Oh, <laughs> right? oh I'm just yeah, saying dude. it. Oh, he oh, yeah, has J- his daughter on his show a lot. I know. I know, know. it makes she it so that fine. January Jones is like, I'm keeping this one. I don't want you a part of it. And he's just like, sweet. You know what I mean? He's just got that free P word. And now he's just going to walk away from it. Honestly, just like him to just swoop into a situation, (laughs) make it his own, and then leave. That's what he does. Like a little, ugh, like a little crow. Except I love crows and I respect crows, so he's not like a crow. I don't know what he's like. I, in fact, I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of a yeah, bird I, I respect disrespect. Every animal too much. You're right. To compare him to an animal. You're right. I agree. He's you know like what? Except for water. a fire ant. He's yeah, a fire ant. He's a fire ant. Oh, except he doesn't have the friends that will swarm my feet yeah. when I dare touch a piece of moss when I'm in Florida. Oh, I hate you, Bobby Flay. All right. Well, I think Jackie's having some kind of a meltdown right now. We're going to hope she can regain herself. I will regain myself because I want to give some shout outs from page seven podcast at gmail. Oh, oh, shit. Hey. Sh- 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 we should have an intro for this now. Shout outs. Ow, yeah. ow, sh- ow, it hurts. No, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt tonight. It's a nice shout okay. out. Shout I want to give a shout out, out to Lisa Marie. Doubt. All right, sorry. I'll stop singing the song. Keep going. <laughs> I love. I appreciate your your <laughs> fortitude. Um, this goes out to Lisa Marie because yes, I have been and I haven't talked about Godzilla this entire time. I'm proud of me. Definitely, I've been on my course of Godzilla dumb. But I did appreciate this because now I have been informing people around me. If you remember, I don't know if I did this on here or if I think I did on the LPN show. I started making jokes about Godzilla instead of Godzilla because I was unaware because I was like. I'm pretty sure there's a Godzilla where they have eggs. And yes, I was referring to the Matthew Broderick one. However, I was wrong because Godzilla is genderless. 
that technically, um, so Lisa Marie says, I wanted to let you know that Godzilla is actually a creature that is asexual and that he can make eggs on his own and doesn't need another to create an offspring. This means, of course, that technically Godzilla is genderless. He's called Godzilla because mankind from Tokyo named him that way. They gave him a pronoun, if you will. I know this not even because I'm a super fan, which I'm not, but because I have an older brother who has always been obsessed with Godzilla and he would disown me if I didn't know the history. So I really did immediately <laughs> love this response. <laughs> Godzilla reminds me of the way that we as a society use the term God for a higher being. Some people like me use the term Mother Nature for a higher being because it makes more sense to me. Godzilla is a genderless creature that is a titan on Earth for humans and I think that it really did uh, definitely uh, I appreciate you letting me know and explaining to me and not in a uh, condescending manner whatsoever I was just like oh that's great because I feel like there's definitely many ways that that could have been said that you would try to make me feel bad so I just want to say thank you Liz Marie because I just now know something and I can give facts if you'd like me to mansplain Godzilla to you we did a two-parter on Wizard of the Bruiser that is all uh and I obviously I apologize I didn't listen to it but now I should <laughs> because now I want to know more about Godzilla just like I want to know more about pig royalty on Discovery mm. Plus I haven't started watching it yet but I want to give a shout out to Jesse who wrote in and said that we should totally watch pig royalty on Discovery Plus and they said it's about a competitive pig showing there's a kid named Nugget, a gay male judge wearing makeup, some mean girls drama, but over who is better at showing pigs and a whole lot of leopard print. Watch five minutes and I think you'll be hooked. I'm very excited. And also they gave amazing, beautiful shout outs and congratulations to all three of us. And I just want to say thank you absolutely so much. And this has been very interesting. I then did look into it was that apparently on April Fool's that there was Lady Gaga goss about the art pop producer DJ White Shadow. They teased that him and Gaga were originally planning a sequel to Art Pop and jokingly encouraged the fans to petition for Art Pop's B-side to come out. And people have been hashtagging hashtag buy Art Pop on iTunes and got her all the way up to number one on iTunes seven years after the album's release. Yeah, and I saw that this week. Very cool. Yeah, and apparently Gaga and uh, White Shadow are now planning to meet and talk it over and discuss if they could actually do it. Which isn't that fun. These are that's the idea of a positive version of an April Fool's Day joke that I like. That it's like maybe we can. Maybe we should make something. Wouldn't that be fun? So apparently they're talking about that after she gets back from, oh, shooting in Italy, which the pictures, my God, their oh, outfits, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> and that it that goes out to, and I just want to say thank you so much. That goes out to Jesse. I fucked it up. Guys, I fucked it up. I went to the wrong one. It was Heather that told me about pig royalty. I screwed it up. <laughs> Heather told us about Big Royalty. I want to say thank you. And Jesse told me about the Lady Gaga. I want to say thank you to you. Thank you, Heather, for the pigs. Jesse, for the Gaga. The Gaga. And I want to do one more because this one really touched me. And I know that, MJ, you've been receiving so many um, beautiful support through page7podcast at gmail.com. And I can't say thank y'all enough, but this one was just really beautiful. It's about what we were talking about last week when we were talking about the stage names of people and how it must be, it must really like, I forgot exactly what were we talking about last week? We were talking about stage names and how um, it's just this like, 
kind of normalized tradition of making people change themselves or erase these parts of themselves um, and that Tandiway is changing that. Yes. And so uh, this comes from Wingham and Wingham wanted to say, I wanted to start by thanking MJ for sharing. I'm a teacher and I have two transgender students who are starting their transition this year. I knew them by their original name and I sometimes mess up and refer to them by that name. I've told them that they do not need to respond until I say their name correctly. And I want to commend everyone on page seven for using MJ's name correctly and by always striving to be inclusive. I also want to share that even in rural Kentucky, kids just accept our trans students and even correct me if I address one of my students by the wrong name. Y'all are truly an example and I have faith in this generation. When you were talking about stage names, it made me realize that I have something in common with my trans students. My family could not be recognized by their name of choice. My mom is first generation American and her parents had to change their names to sound more American, both first and last. They came to America from Germany after the war. I've always known how powerful names are in a magical sense, but it is also true in an everyday sense. Names matter. What you choose to be called matters. Your identity matters. I know it's not an equal, but it is a bridge I can build with my students. And they continue on in talking about how in Kentucky, I often feel that I'm crazy, but hearing y'all affirm my beliefs is more powerful than you know. People in red states are often overlooked, but we're here screaming for the future. I'm an advocate for the LGBTQ community at my school, and you inspire me to always do more to do better. I'm human, and I make mistakes, and I share those with my students. I love that MJ is sharing their story on such a massive scale. That takes guts. Love, Wingham. And I think that it is just a really beautiful and thank you for writing that in. It's such a because it really does tie in everything that your identity matters. It does. All of it matters. And thank it was you, such Wingham, a beautiful and, way of putting it down. And also for being, you know, somebody who's there for trans kids in Kentucky. Like those kids need you. It's okay to make mistakes. And of course, we all do. And it's the fact that you are there for them and showing that you care. And that the kids are there for them is so awesome because, you know, it is not uh, uh, always a safe as much as I'm like, it's so great now. It's not always a safe world to be a trans kid, especially in all these states that have all these bills coming for kids. And so to have educators like you who are there for them is so awesome. So thank you. Thank you for that message. And thank you, Jackie, for reading it. Of course. We love you guys so much. And please send anything you want to page seven podcast at gmail.com. And I really appreciate you guys. We have such a beautiful community. I'm not going to start crying because I've got to read the list. Oh, oh, who's <laughs> on the list? Jackie, Jackie gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. We are talking about 14 strange gifts celebs gave other celebs. There are some fun ones on here. Yeah, this would be good. Did you know that for Father's Day, Beyonce supposedly gifted a $40 million Bombardier Challenger 850 Learjet to Jay-Z? I just want a PS5. Come on, people. Let's this get This is the thing. I, I mean, I send my dad an Outback gift certificate every for, <laughs> his, for Father's Day, for his birthday, for Christmas. That is all he wants. That He doesn't even want that. And that's it. That's all I get him. Um, but that's, you know, he's a simple, he's a simple kind of man. Yeah, I have a feeling giving you trying to give your dad a meaningful gift is just absolutely just a... Uh, uh, Horrific. I can't even imagine. You'd be like, what, what is this? What, <laughs> what does this mean? Is it's it Outback? 
It's a bunch of pictures um, of us. If you yeah, can't yeah. get a blooming onion, he doesn't want it. It's the hat you wore to my graduation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. We've, of course, talked about a hologram of dad when Kanye gave, gave Kim Kardashian a hologram of her father, which is very similar to the diamond cock rings. Speaking of white boy summer, Eminem gave Elton John a pair of diamond encrusted sex toys as a wedding gift. Now, this is the second item on this list that has to do with diamond encrusted sex toys. I'm also referring to the $1.8 million sex toy that David Beckham bought for his wife, Victoria Beckham. Yes, Posh Spice, which was a platinum sex toy encrusted with diamonds after their third son was born. Oh now, I've never had a child before, but I would assume MJ... Is that what you want? A sex toy covered in diamonds after you've given birth? I just want to say ouch. That's just all I can... Ouchies. It's just an ouchie. I know, of course, I can't imagine what that would be like. And I imagine that the diamonds are filed down in a way where they won't hurt your pussy. But it's just, it sounds like it's not fun. Yeah, I mean, I like, I'm not like... diamond person but i like sparkles i like bedazzles when i see like a sparkly mask it's fun but and so i like the idea of like a like sparkle but i don't want sparkles on my sex toy because i don't want it's like how glitter gets everywhere you know i don't want i don't need it in me (laughs) i imagine i've already got enough in me i already have glitter all over my bed just because i'll fall asleep when i still have glitter on because i can't get it all off like that's enough yeah yeah no i don't think that i mean David Beckham is, you know, probably can do no wrong as a husband. That's my instinct. Um, But this just seems more like a symbol than an actual sex toy. And I think if you get a sex toy, it should be one you can use. Yes, that or just if you if you're happy, I just give me the one point eight million as the push gift. Just give me that. And then that's great. That's all I need. Give me like one of those like, uh, you know, those little water park cylinders that you put your cash in like get me like a dildo shaped cylinder with the 1.8 million inside the cylinder you know it's not actually a sex toy it's something you can wear around your neck at the water park and i would love that because i love water parks yeah and then you just have a dildo around your neck at the (laughs) water park no one will ask any questions because they will be scared of you and they'll be scared of what you're gonna do with the dildo that's around your neck at the water park i imagine no one's gonna rob me when from of the 1.8 million that i keep in cash in the dildo at the water park because They don't want that. (laughs) They don't want that. But what they probably do want is a trip to space. Like Katy Perry gave her then fiance Russell Brand was a $200,000 ticket on a commercial space line. And that sounds awesome. That's fun. That's a great one. I would totally love to go to space. I always ask this question. Okay, you would. I I don't think I could do it. I don't. I really don't think I could do it. I have no interest in going to space. Don't. Don't want no. to do that to my stomach. Don't even need it for my brain. I, just... I mean, I'm I'm inter- I'd be interested. I don't have like no interest in the concept of going to space, but I just don't think at the end of the day, logistically, when it really came down to it, it would be something I'd actually enjoy. I think it would freak me the fuck out to go to space. Same. Hard same. I watch too much. I I mean, I get it. I say that I would definitely go in a heartbeat, but um. I'm probably too scared. I also I say the same thing about hot air balloons. I'm scared of everything, but in my brain, I'm like, I could do a hot air balloon. And every person I've ever said that to was like, 
why would you ever just get in a basket that goes in the... I'm like, I don't know why. I, I'm not as scared of that as, like, I. for me personally, I'd never go bungee jumping, but like a hot air balloon, even though you're not attached to anything, why does my brain tell me that's fine? Hot air balloon was fucking terrifying. Terrifying. Because you, you did it, you did it, yeah, right? I did it. Beautiful, but terrifying. I would never... <laughs> do it again and I only yeah. did it because I didn't have a choice in the matter but it was great I'm glad I it's a it's one of those experiences that I'm glad I have done and would absolutely never do it again my husband has been skydiving twice wow Whoa. I don't know if I could I feel like hot air balloons would just give me shitty dreams for the rest of <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't you every now and again have like a weird hot air balloon heights dream that you'd rather not have had? You know, I probably have been having them and I don't, because I never think about that. I've like compartmentalized it. Like, yes, I was, it only comes up if somebody mentions hot air balloon and then I'm like, oh, I was in a hot <gasps> air balloon, but you, you literally crash land. Like that's how yeah. you land. And at least that's how my people landed. Like you just yeah, crash yeah. into the fucking side of a mountain to land. <laughs> How'd you get out? You just crawl out the basket, but like my, so my thing was I was, you know, I was in the Czech Republic and everybody was speaking Czech and nobody was explaining anything to me in English. And so like, you're just, up in this, nobody explained we were going on a hot air balloon. And then I just see a field full of hot air balloons. And then I'm like, all right, here, I guess we're going on a hot air balloon and we're up in the hot air balloon right. and, no, and everyone is speaking Czech. And then you just start kind of like, you know, sailing towards the ground and everyone is like giving instructions and check and like kind of getting your bodies ready. You kind of like brace for impact. And then you just kind of smack slowly, you know, it's not like a crash crash, but it's like a gentle crash into the ground. I just, I don't know why but I've lied to myself and I think that I could do it, but I feel like the second I'd get there, I'd be like, I'm not fucking doing that. Never mind. <laughs> Can I take it back? I take it backsies. Just in the way, speaking of bees, uh, the last one on our list, Samuel Jackson gave Scarlett Johansson and Ryan Reynolds as a wedding gift 10,000 bees and a pair of beekeeping suits. So I'm glad you brought this one up as the last one because I was kind of scrolling while we were going over these and I had no idea that Scarlett Johansson and Ryan Reynolds were married, which sent me straight to Wikipedia to look at Scarlett Johansson's. I didn't know she was married twice before her current marriage. Oh, yeah. Three times? Oh, yeah. Well, bees weren't it. Apparently, bees don't keep you together. <laughs> they will not bee keep you together. So, please. Uh, right? I would Does love to. Um, White boy punter. Oh, yeah, white boy punter wow. over here. There you go. <laughs> we got our own resident white boy punter wow, over here. There you I go. like it. That's my list for you. Don't give them bees if you want them to live. No, they're <laughs> Oh, jeez. I, I wish I could see some bees, but I can't because I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, oh we, we can't see them. So I've got a couple of fun back in the day weird celebrity hookups for y'all. You excited? Okay, yeah, yeah, I am. This might make you shit your fucking drawers. I don't want to. <laughs> it might do it. It could do it. Uh, and then I'll scream, now I've seen everything if you do that. All right. This Canadian-born former A-list syndicated actress, model, I'd say she's more of a model than an actress, uh, who doesn't do much any longer. She's also in a really bad movie. Um, she's just like kind of a bombshell kind of person. Once recorded herself having sex with this A-plus-list mostly movie actor who also often directs and has really bad taste in tattoos. The actor wouldn't let her leak it slash sell it. I do wonder if she still has a copy of the sex tape. 
All right. So Canadian born. Uh, she was former A-list, especially because she was uh, very prominent in a magazine. I have jerked off to her. I'm going to say several times back in the day. All right. I'm going to say it happened a lot. Okay. Not going to Pamela lie. Anderson. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> now, who's the guy? Is it back- Ben Affleck? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, good job, Jackie. Look at you. Wow. I'd I'd watch that tape. It was the tattoos. Honestly, it was the line that you said about um, regrettable tattoos. I immediately knew. It was the, uh, I would watch that tape. I would watch that tape, but I just have a feeling that Ben Affleck is boring in bed because he's boring in every other way. (laughs) But usually if you're boring in every other way, you're good. You know what I mean? It's Uh more exciting in bed. Yeah, that's a good point. That is also true. Yeah, um, maybe he like pees in a cup or something and like, you know, I don't know, does something with it. I just imagine him slurping on his donkeys while he's doing it. I'm just, you know, it's like, I gotta get lubed up in my mouth. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, that gets the heart rate going. I bet he's a real pounder. I bet he's a real pound down boy. You know what I mean? He doesn't doesn't rev up. He's just up. It's just, (laughs) and she's just like, I didn't think about you, you know? Thought about someone else. Oh, you thought about something else. Yeah, you thought about something else, probably. But uh, that's interesting. Maybe that's a tape. Moving along, here's another <laughs> dirty duo for you. This foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor who is an Oscar winner once cheated on his wife with this A-list mostly movie actress who sometimes directs and is an Oscar winner as well. He says she almost killed him. Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> who else be. would almost kill you? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's got to be her. Who's the guy? They were in a movie together. They started a movie back in 20, 2001. Um, it was kind of panned. It's an erotic thriller they started together. He, ooh, he's a sassy one. Yeah, he's a bit of a, oh God, I don't want to give it away too much with that. He's, um. Sassy, you said? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's a Latin lover. Oh. Oh, 2001. What um, I don't know why I... this song popped in my head, but it did. Desperado. Is it Anthony, you is it, uh, is your it um, Antonio Banderas? Yeah. I'd watch that tape. They I were in an erotic, that tape. They were in an erotic thriller together called Original Sin back in 2001 that I guess didn't oh do so god. hot. Oh my god. What's happening? You just gave me a flashback of my life. But also you were singing that because of Desperado, by the way. Um, yeah. That's why you were singing the uh, Desperado yes. song. But Which also was a sexy, sexy. God. Oh yeah, I forgot about Original Sin. I watched Original Sin. A couple of times in my bedroom <laughs> on the. I feel VHS. like we're just talking a lot about things we used to jerk off to, but uh, <laughs> that's between Pamela Anderson and Original Sin. Man, I even remember if you look up the Original Sin, what the cover of the VHS looked like. I just remember I would like go into the blockbuster and stare at it <laughs> because it's just their skin on skin. Uh, my yeah. God. Yeah, she almost murdered. I wonder him, if dude. it's any good. I'd be afraid, I think, to fuck Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. I'd be terrified. Yeah. She'd freak me out. All right. This last one's coming in from Blake, who says, Hey, Page Seven, I've loved y'all for years and often forced my family and friends to guess blind items at dinner or social events. I'm sure it's quite a burden to them. Regardless, here's some <laughs> I've come across the last few weeks. See below. 
Uh, oh, also, secondly, it's my birthday this weekend, the 17th. I'm turning 23. I met Jackie and Holden in Chicago in early 2010, uh, 2020, rather, and it's truly one of the best memories they got me through all this quarantine. Also, so much love to MJ. Their politics are phenomenal, and I felt lots of support from a distance from them as I went through my coming out journey over the last few months. If you Yay! guys wish me a happy birthday, I would simply combust. Thanks. Much love. Happy birthday, Blake. Happy, happy birthday, birthday. Don't Combust! Unless you're gonna com- if you're gonna combust, go outside though, so yeah, you don't get it all over the house. All over the floor. <laughs> uh, all right, so I've got one of those blind items for you guys. Despite the fact that this permanent A-list actress slash model slash host has made the competition show she currently hosts unwatchable, she got a thirty percent salary boost and invited back for the next season. Everyone she works with describes her as intolerable, and viewers can hardly focus on the contestants on the show because the host elbows her way into the spotlight at every opportunity. So, in all caps, why was she renewed as the host? My personal theory is that she has some sort of blackmail on someone. Why else would they let someone with abysmal ratings be the self-designated star of this primetime competition show? Tyra, Tyra, Tyra. <laughs> I mean, I figured y'all would guess it immediately, but it is it it, I, it has been a funny story to track in the blind items because you're right. Everyone has just said nothing but bad things about her. I saw another thing too recently where apparently she would purposely use bad photos of contestants she didn't like in America's Top Model to judge. <gasps> like, she would purposely handpick, like, the worst photos and then use those as, like, the photo for their competition or whatever and then Whoa. purposely shit on them. She sounds like a nightmare. Either way, yeah, Tyra Banks, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, I mean, I don't get it. Nuts, but I will say, if you really want to hear what happens inside of Tyra's mind... <laughs> Go on over to our Patreon where I read the audiobook for Model Land, and uh, that woman is crazy. That was a different era. You now, you there, your your eras, Jackie, will be named by the audiobooks that you are reading. That yes. was the Model Land era, where every time we talked to you, we had to learn about what was going on in Tyra Banks's head. And now there is the Twilight era, Twilight. and I'm learning a lot about Twilight without ever needing to read it. It's so much. There's so much happens in Twilight. Now our book club that's happened over on the Patreon is really, um, I think, the the best part of my quarantine experience <laughs> is dealing with our traumas that we've gotten because of Twilight. And uh, but it is as much as that sounds like it's scary. It's in actuality very, very, very fun. <laughs> dealing with our. So if you want to deal with. Jaggy's self-inflicted traumas by reading Twilight. Then uh, definitely go check that out. I uh, yeah. Th- uh, by the way, I can see again, and y'all killed it. And thank you so much. Yay! Mm, congratulations. Yeah. Happy B day. Yes. yes happy happy birthday, birthday, Blake. I hope you have a wonderful birthday, or as wonderful as it can be. But we can see the light. We can see the light, and it is coming. We we will be smiling on the street soon. And uh, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. I feel really good. I feel really strong, and I hope that you do too. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at jack.worm, and you should totally come check out the Twilight. We are we're getting close to the end of Eclipse. 
which means that we're going to be watching another Twilight movie soon, and I'm very excited about it because it's been a it, this book has been a weird one, but we're all along for the ride. <laughs> Uh, hey, check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Wow. It's going to be so much fun. Dogs. Doggos. What do we call you? My Screechers. Uh, oh, your Screechers. Yes, is that my your... Screechers. Screechers. Oh, yeah, Screechers <laughs> is wrong. Okay. Uh, we've got such a fun stream coming up for you guys. All right. We're going to do this thing called April Reels. Okay. Oh my it's God. coming up so soon. I literally thought about it on Tuesday, I was like, wow, it's actually less than a week away. And again, we may actually have some guests. I actually got a text from Ed Jackie saying, hey, my calendar says April Reels for Monday. Is that still happening? Whoa. Ed would be good at it because Ed is so sweet. Ed will be good. I, but also, ooh, could I reel some Eddies? <laughs> could I get real See, with Eddie? that's not how you should feel on April Reels Day. You shouldn't look at someone and be like, oh, I got things to say. Because that, technically that's the scariest people to have on. I know, I know. No, no, but I love Eddie. Eddie, I love you. You're so big and you're so fun. Save so. the April Reels, all right? Okay, Holden loves at his Eddie. But yes, April Real Day. This is like the most, I think I'm just, I'm like starving. I need to get lunch. This is the most rambling fucking promo. Twitch.tv forward slash Holden Nader's Show. April Reels, it's happening. What time, Jackie? I don't know. What are we doing <laughs> it? You, we haven't discussed this yet. Why would you say it? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm putting you on, I don't know. It's going to happen on Monday. It's going to happen it's on gonna Monday. It's going to happen on Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard okay. Time. Okay, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I just chose April the time. 19th. It's going to blow be your at mind. 5 p.m.? Uh, we could. We might change it. It's right now we're saying at six. We might change it. Who knows? You got to be quick. I feel like quick. five might be better. We're going to say five. Keep your fucking we're gonna change head it. on we're a swivel, chat. Or, or listeners, because we might change. We might make it <laughs> nine on Tuesday morning. Um, I don't no. know yet. <laughs> no, that's not. We can't do that. That's four twenty. Come on, let's 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 join us for April Reels. Jackie and I are going to sit down. We're going to get real with each other. We may have some guests. We may even have Henry. Maybe we'll have Ed. We'll see what happens. I'm scared. I'm excited. And it's going to get real, y'all. So definitely join us April Reels Day this Monday. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Wow, I can't believe I am finally made it through that. Uh, also, Jackanese this uh, uh, Friday, uh, 3 p.m. PT, 6 p.m. ET. It's always a party. Join us. Yeah, it is. MJ? My name is MJ, and I am MJKLCat on Instagram. Woo, 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 woo. Have a great week, y'all. Bye. Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.